You're listening to Permission To, the podcast where we dive into the science and soul of owning your worthiness as a perfectly imperfect human being. I'm your host, Sam Jew, psychotherapist, positive psychology coach, mama to a beautiful five-year-old, Emily, and passionate advocate for living an inspired life. My aim is to show you that you have full permission to own your worthiness so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Hi, hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Permission 2. Today, we are going to dive into Permission to Prioritize You. And I chose this topic because I honestly believe that in a society that is obsessed with productivity and achievement, choosing rest and play is a radical act in a culture that equates rest with laziness and success with constant hard work. I find this is so true for women in particular because we often end up being the ones who automatically take on tasks around caring for others and also around the household. I want you to ask yourself, how often do you tell yourself when it's all done, then I can take a break, then I can have fun, or when my kids are older, then I can do something for me, or when I'm qualified, when I'm earning six figures in my biz when the house is clean. And the problem with that approach is that it rarely happens. We end up at the bottom of the to-do list, feeling tired, unproductive, and uninspired. But what if we flipped it on its head? If we decided that we would clean the house after we've been for that walk with a friend, that we would go to that new class even if we feel too tired from a day's work? What if we prioritized rest and play? There is a whole heap of research that we need a balance between rest, play and work and play, having a balance where we have a sense of achievement and a sense of enjoyment in our life is actually a really key pillar to good mental health. We need that sense of achievement and meaning in life to thrive, but we also need that sense of fun and enjoyment. So how do we do this prioritize rest and play when we are busy working and caring for others? It starts with a paradigm shift, recognizing that we are important, that our needs are important. As women, we have been taught to repress our needs, to be a martyr who always puts others first, but this isn't healthy and we don't wanna be teaching that to other women, to the next generation of women and men. So recognizing that we always have a choice is really, really key to making any changes in our lives. And then also recognizing paradoxically that when you make time for rest and play, you will actually become more energetic, more productive and more successful. So the limiting belief that we have is often when I spend time doing things I enjoy, I take away time from my family or from my business or career or partner. And so this belief can be a really big part of what keeps us stuck in doing, in working, in, you know, prioritizing the to-do list over everything else. But what if we flip that on our head and believed that when I spend time doing things I enjoy, I take my business, my career, my life to the next level as I experience an increase in energy and joy. So an example that I 
find really helpful is one of my uh, coaching clients at the moment. She's a small business owner who tends to feel really guilty whenever she does something for herself away from her business. She feels like the things she loves doing, like surfing, catching up with friends for coffee, meditation, like she feels that they are taking away from the time that she should be spending on her business. But as we were unpacking this in one of our coaching calls, what she realized was that actually her best business ideas come when she's surfing. She's a creative and time in nature, time in water, doing things that brings her joy actually makes her more creative. And so we started to experiment with her, like really planning in that surfing time and that social time and thinking about it as something that would add to her life rather than take away from her life. And it's really, um, change the way she's showing up in her business. She has so much more energy um, and so much more creativity. So how do we make space for relaxation and fun? I know that this can be particularly challenging for some of us to, you know, there's lots of things that can impact on our um, capacity to relax and have fun. You know, how much time we have, how many commitments we have, our budget, all of those things. But Sometimes we just need to start really small and really simple. Uh, So I want you to reflect on your past week. If you're sitting down, maybe grab a pen and paper. I will put these questions in the show notes. So if um, if you're driving or listening while you're walking, you can come back to them later. But I want you to look at your week, like so get your paper diary out or your Google calendar out or whatever you use to kind of um, keep track of your week. Or maybe you don't use anything, so just you know, go over in your mind what the week looked like. And then I want you to ask, was this a typical week for you? You know, because we all have our, our really tough weeks and our good weeks. So just check, was this a typical week for you? How much space did you have for rest? How much space did you have for fun and joy? And how did you feel throughout the week? How was your energy? Did you feel happy and energized some of the time? Of course, it's unrealistic to feel happy and energized all of the time, but we do want to have moments throughout the week where we feel joy and energy and excitement about life. Because sometimes it's not that we are doing too much, but it's that we are not doing enough things that bring us joy. I'm just going to say that again, because I feel like that is a bit of a head. (laughs) You've got to get your head around it, but Often we say to ourselves, oh, I'm feeling so overwhelmed or I'm feeling tired and flat. It's because I'm too busy. But actually, it's not always that we are doing too much, but that we are not doing enough things that bring us joy. So we need to create time to, you know, do things that are fun, do things that are enjoyable, to take charge of our diary. And it all comes down to prioritizing that time first. So once you have reflected on your week and your ideal day, take some time to create space in your week. Get your diary out, get three different color post-it notes or uh, three different highlighters or pens. And I want you to choose a different color for achievement, achievement, which might be business, work, whatever you feel is like really meaningful and gives you a sense of purpose. And then a different color for enjoyment and a different color for rest. And what I want you to do is as you're planning your week out to consciously 
break the week into those different categories and it does not be, need to be perfect for some women you know the weeks are so full on that it might be like monday to friday you're just seeing a whole heap of achievement and then it's like okay how can i make sure that i'm scheduling in something fun and something restful for me on the weekend so start with that but then every day if you can find a small moment to do something enjoyable or something relaxing that's going to really help too it might be like five minutes of mindful coloring or uh, going for like a, a short walk. It doesn't have to be like this really big thing. I think sometimes we make, um, we, we put all this pressure, like we've got to start hobbies. We've got to start, um, you know, and, and we make them really hard, but it gets to be easy. It gets to be fun. So that's my tip for today. I hope that that has found, felt helpful. I really think that to start with, in a nutshell, you need to change the way you think about play and rest and stop thinking that play and rest are things that you only get after you've done all your work. Actually look at them as like an integral part of your life and your well-being and that when you prioritize those things for yourself, they actually do overflow into your relationships with your family, with your business, with your career, everything like that. So the first step is really to look at the stories that you're telling yourself about rest and joy and fun. And then the second is to like spend a good amount of time really reflecting on your week. Look at your diary and see how much rest there is, how much play there is. Um, and this is, by the way, not about making you feel like you're not doing a good enough job because I feel like women often can be super critical of themselves, especially the women I work with. And so they could look at their diary and go, oh, well, I'm failing at life because I'm not doing anything fun or I'm not doing a hobby. Don't, please don't do that. <laughs> That's not the point of this podcast. That's not the point of the work and the message that I have here. I want you to look at your week really compassionately you know, if you're a mama of a newborn, like what play and rest looks like for you is going to be so different to me. I'm, I'm a mama of a five-year-old, so I have a lot more freedom and flexibility now. So yeah, make sure that when you're looking at your week, you're really reflective, you're really curious about how you're spending your time, but then whatever you notice, whatever comes up, be really, really compassionate with yourself. And then once you've done that reflection, get out those colored post-it notes or those colored pens and really try and plan your week with a, a sense of enjoyment and rest and achievement all mixed in together. Yeah. And give it a go. Just think of it as like, I like to kind of talk about these things as experiments or challenges with my community. And so there is no such thing as failure when it comes to trying new things. So you might try and add a yoga class to your week, or you might try and do some coloring in um, before you pick up your kids from school. Or, you know, if you're working full time, maybe you're trying to do something for yourself in the morning before you go to work. Uh, and yeah, the first week that you do it, you might find it really hard or it might not work how you wanted it to. But then if you keep reflecting on it and work and work out, okay, well, this worked well, this didn't work well, 
you're going to learn something about yourself. You're going to learn something about your life by going through this process. So just be really gentle and compassionate with yourself, but stay open to adding more um, play and rest and joy into your life because you matter, you're important, and you are so much more than how productive you are and how much work you get done in a day. So that's it for today. I wanted to keep it really short and sweet. And yeah, I hope that you loved this podcast. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you could leave me a five-star review and have a beautiful day. I'll chat to you again soon. 